What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the Heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for listening to this episode of 17 County. Please take the time to like, subscribe, and listen to our podcast. Listeners like you are what make this podcast happen, so we appreciate the continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Best Western Plus of York, Zvela Law Offices, Ameriprise Financial Services, Acres Equipment, York Ace Hardware, York Family Dentistry, and Self Storage of York. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. Our guest for this podcast is Tristan Perry, who is a York County Diversion Officer. Tristan works with at-risk youth who are either already involved with the juvenile justice system or could be involved. He completed his degree from Wayne State College and soon returned home to start his family and career. Tristan is married to Abby and lives in McCool Junction with their two fur children, their Beagle Milo and their mixed breed Sophie. So thank you, Tristan, for agreeing to be a guest on our podcast today. Yeah, of course. So we're going to start off with just some interesting facts. So tell me one interesting fact about yourself that people may not know. I would say one thing that comes to mind that some people know that are close to me is I am addicted to cheese. <laughs> cheese is one of, one of my most favorite food groups, and I know my wife would probably say I eat too much of it. Of course. So, but, yeah, I, my mom and dad gave me the nickname Cheese Whiz when I was a kid, so... <laughs> What a great name. Yeah. Love that. What Do you have like a favorite form of cheese? Um, nope. Or is it just any way you can yeah, get it? Okay. Any way I think. Uh, I've always wanted to kind of branch out to the stinkier <laughs> ones, but okay. I haven't specifically got that chance. So. I mean, there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're just going to jump right into the interview portion. Where are you originally from? So I grew up here in York, born at the hospital and everything. So um, at first we kind of went to Emmanuel, me and my brothers, and then ended up going to McCool Junction from elementary to throughout high school. And so grew up just hanging around everyone that was from York and McCool area and did all kinds of sports and activities around York and McCool, so um, been here for most of my life. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely, and you know York and McCool, so um, tell me about your family. Are your parents from around here? Yeah, so my mom is originally from the Sutton area, so I guess I kind of have ties all the way to that corner of the York County by the Lushton um, Township. We have a farm over there, a family farm that I grew up playing with my brother, playing hide and seek with my cousins <laughs> on four wheelers and stuff. So um, 
Then my dad, he's actually originally from New Mexico. And when my mom and uh, dad kind of got together, they decided that Nebraska was the place to raise children and everything. Oh, yeah. Got me and my three brothers (laughs) that are all from here and all kind of grew up in the vicinity of York County. So Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. From New Mexico to the York County area. That's a big change. Very different. Yes, yes definitely. I think one of the bigger uh subjects that they bring up when they said they decided to stay in Nebraska was education and how it's not as um, dangerous, I don't know, yeah. to, to live in Nebraska than some of those bigger cities. So Yeah, absolutely. We don't have a lot of crime here. I won't say we don't have any because everywhere has some, right. but in York especially, it's it's pretty safe. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, so you left college or left for college and worked outside of York County a bit, but you eventually came back. Uh, did you always know that the McCool York area was where you wanted to end up? Yeah, I, I did. I feel like have a little stint there, um, senior year where I was like, oh, I'm going to move out of state and go explore the world and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like I am similar to a lot of people in that sense where we think that and then it just ends up I wanted to stay close to my family once I started going through college and everything and moving back here it's just easier to stay connected with everyone and not fall behind on family gatherings and stuff like that. So Yeah, absolutely. And I mean when you have roots established it's kind of the logical next step. You want to be yeah. be close to everybody. Absolutely. Um, so, went to college at Wayne State. What was your degree in? So, I definitely did the good old jump around the first couple of years <laughs> where I started off, um, I believe I was going to be an athletic trainer. And then it just kind of fell about throughout my classes that I started to love history and um that's what i majored in was history and kind of through some personal experience and through some classes i picked up a pre-law minor and so um law at that point started to interest me and kind of delving into it was something i really enjoyed and so throughout college at wayne they had some really good professors and people that I was able to connect with that got me into um, the history and pre-lock type side of things. So Yeah. Yeah. I think it's surprising to a lot of people how much those two degrees really do kind of link together. Yeah. um, Yeah. I don't think many people realize that. They kind of lean towards, you know, if you're going to have a pre-law minor, might as well go into politics or poli-sci or something like that. But um, I believe that history is one of the top five subjects that uh, people going to law school usually major in. So Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, not one I would have assumed, but 
it makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, so. I think all the writing and reading and analyzing things kind of fits in pretty well. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, it helps. Yeah. Uh, so history with your minor, how does that tie into what you do now? So I think um, history and the pre-law minor tie into diversion and kind of the juvenile justice system mostly on um, I guess I can connect the history kind of on precedent of different law that has been established in the state Um, and then pre-law you know you start to learn all the case law of different big supreme court cases and Mm -hmm. stuff that affect um you know, the juvenile justice system and how schools have to kind of run themselves in certain mm-hmm. ways. And so they, they really have a lot of things that go together. And um, a lot of people don't realize that sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to jump around a little bit because I tend to do that. Um, tell me a little bit about your work history. So I know you started off waiting or busing tables maybe at chances are yep i was um a busser at chances are when i believe i turned the 14 15 years old and stayed there for a good while but um ended up wanting to work a little closer to school right where carries is so um also pretty close ties with Carrie and his family since me and my brother grew up around the McCool area we have pretty close relationship with them and um, I worked there throughout high school and waited tables did everything they needed (laughs) done and um, definitely somewhere I enjoy seeing and going back to all the time. Yeah, and you still kind of help out there every once in a while, don't yeah. you? Yep, they definitely talk me into coming over on the weekends and helping out with caterings or cooking, and uh, they definitely like me being there. <laughs> I, bet. I bet they got a lifer out of you, so yeah. there you go. I yeah. mean, it's a good place, though. Food, yeah. of course, is good, and then also the owners are amazing people. The cook's an amazing guy. Just, yeah. It's a good place. Yes, definitely. It's family oriented and Mm kind of just like some of the other small businesses and restaurants in New York. So, yeah, yeah. So you did all that, went to school, came back and you worked outside of York for a while, didn't you? Yep. Um, Right after got out of college and trying to figure out what to do, I was looking around and one of the jobs that I was kind of able to grab onto was in at the Seward County Attorney's Office and so close enough to York but still not inside of York. Um, Worked there for almost a year and it was an awesome job. I loved being there and I got a lot of information about the court system and and how everything kind of starts to to work. Um, I did a lot of opening cases and citations and looking Mm -hmm. into all that and organizing so but after a while I just felt like traveling back and forth and not being in 
my, you know, hometown kind of was wearing on me. Yeah. So once I heard this position was kind of open up, I was really glad I was kind of able to reconnect back with York County and I want to make sure I stick around here for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And talk about a good stepping stone. I feel like that kind of feeds into your job now. So man, good opportunity. Yep, definitely. It was such a good place to start out and I just got so many skills and, and information from working there that I was able to bring over and hopefully kind of keep spreading as much knowledge and, and all that as I can around here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so what made you interested in pursuing this job? I know it works with juveniles, which is a little bit different. Um, and then also, of course, you established you really like working with the court system. Um, is there something particular that drew you to this job, or was it just right place, right time? Yeah, I think um, a little bit of both. Um, one of the main things I I feel like that has kind of driven me towards this is I've always wanted to be able to make an impact on people's lives and kind of went to um, the teaching side of things when I was through college, kind of did some of that, but ended up um, wanting to help in a way that not (coughs) everyone gets to see that side of things. And so when this job was opening, um, I just saw it as a chance to be more hands-on and being able to talk with the people and um, kids that really need um, someone extra to kind of push them along the right path. Awesome. Okay, so what all does your job entail? So what does the day-to-day look like for you? Yeah, so um, I guess day-to-day we're kind of mainly focusing on absenteeism and kind of getting kids to school. Um, Start off with kind of seeing who needs a little wake-up call every once in a (laughs) while. Um, Other than that, a bunch of different meetings and community organizations I'm talking to and um, the diversion side kind of wrangles itself in there. I meet with kids on my attendance monitoring program and on the juvenile diversion side of things pretty much daily and uh, we kind of have to delve into figuring solutions out for problems that are appearing in their life and seeing who we can connect with to solve those. and. There's plenty of people within the community that I talk to daily about getting advice on where to get help for certain situations, be it mental health or program requirements and stuff like that. Um, Some of the families we work with, it's kind of just connecting them with these basic needs that 
they just need some assistance with, like getting food drives going or directing them to clothing options and um, kind of just helping wherever they need help, being there for them to talk to if they need it. Um, that is kind of the whole of what we try to get into within the community. So. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot to do, especially when yes. you consider, I'm sure that you have multiple cases at one time. You're not just working with one family, you know. Yep. Um, it's definitely becoming more of an issue for um, state agencies and the problem of absenteeism within schools. There's kind of a statewide nationwide problem that people are kind of seeing it rise in different areas and I'm working with a ton of people in in York County and outside of York County that we're trying to come up with solutions on why we've seen an increase in in this and putting our heads together to add into our programs what we can do to help the, the kids out. So I guess your job's kind of multi-level. You help the families, you help the students, which are your priority, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. and then you also help to find lasting solutions for the problems as a whole. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> yep, definitely. Um, there's still a lot I have to learn and mm -hmm. every day. Um, I definitely face a new challenge in trying to attack those specific levels and figuring out what the best way to help them is uh, so the fun part of the job, you know. It's challenging at times, but it's still what I really enjoy about trying to help them out when they're in that situation. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I know that you're currently working to extend the program a little bit. Can you tell me anything about that? Yeah. Um, so our program is mainly funded by the Nebraska Crime Commission, and we're getting grants and applying for grants um, throughout the year to see what we can do to extend um, into the different areas that we're not reaching. One of um, the bigger things that I've been able to do so far is we are adding a part-time employee to our, our office and they'll be able to kind of help me on the absentee attendance monitoring side of things and that's definitely one of the most important things to have as many hands as you can get to um, tackle the problem. So the county commissioners have been great with helping me get those grant applications approved and um, our new county attorney has been trying to find all sorts of things to push my way to help me get um, this program kind of extended as much as possible and as soon as possible. So it's been going pretty well so far. I haven't hit too many road bumps, but um, yeah. That's awesome. And it sounds like you've already, from kind of the, I guess, 
business might not be the right word, but the business side of things, you've been pretty successful because you started off part-time and then you went full-time and now you're adding someone on. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, it's been a learning experience and kind of a struggle at times to get past and get to those points where we can get those additional grants and to be able to get the additional work hours but so far it's been awesome and I couldn't have asked for a more opportunistic time to kind of start doing all this so yeah absolutely so this one's for you this is a segment honestly to brag about yourself what's going on that's really good it can be personal work related whatever so I guess personally the bigger things going on is um have an amazing wife that we just got married in October and so being newlyweds everything has been going awesome. Congratulations. Thank you and I guess um, some other personal achievements is just kind of getting reconnected with people in McCool and in York and um, I am trying to decorate my house as much as I can by today for the McCool uh, Christmas decoration competition. Okay. So making a lot of trips out to Walmart and <laughs> getting as much uh, lights as I can and putting them <laughs> up all over the place, which I don't know if the wife is too pleased with all <laughs> of it, but she puts up with me, so... Um, other than that, um, just kind of looking towards the next steps, hoping to get a house soon and see what we can do in the Christmas time with family and stuff. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Christmas lights. That's exciting. Does McCool always do like a competition? Um, I know that when I was going through high school, usually Carrie's was doing some sort of competition when I moved off to college. I don't know if that continued or if they just started it back up, but I believe they try to do one every year. Okay. Is there like a big grand prize or anything if you win? Or is it just pride? I am not sure. Okay. I um, I think there is a prize. My wife kind of stumbled upon it on their Facebook page and I didn't look into if we needed to register anything but in the spirit if I'm not (laughs) able to get it as long as long as the house looks Christmassy enough that's what I'm going for so okay so you might not actually be competing but it's still really exciting okay (laughs) awesome Okay, so the next segment is called Hot Potato. So this is just the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't dwell on it unless you want to. Some of these questions are a little bit harder, so I won't judge you if you take a little bit of time. But who would you say is your biggest role model right now? And it can be fictional, non-fictional, whatever. (laughs) Gosh. I would... Hmm. I know. It's a hard question. Yeah, I would say that 
one of the role models that has kind of helped me along is our our deputy county attorney. I interned or kind of shadowed him while I was in college and now he just kind of came back the same time I did and he's able to really guide me in some of the things that I don't have much um, experience with and especially in the job aspect of everything he can give me some of his expertise that helps me along every day so, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely a good role model for sure um what's your favorite part of your job I think we already kind of covered this but let's do it again favorite part is definitely being able to talk with the kids every day I think you know um sometimes they are giving me some troubles but just being able to talk with them and, and talk it through with them has been amazing connecting with them on a on a level that you know I haven't experienced in other jobs has been a highlight of these months I've been working so yeah yeah absolutely that personal connection is huge and I'm sure the kids really appreciate it too even if they don't seem like it um <laughs> because sometimes they don't have that positive you know interaction with adults so that's awesome um live music or live sports live, or both <laughs> live music probably I'm not too big on either I think you might uh the camera angles on TV are, are sometimes a little better for <laughs> for, <laughs> okay. for those type of things. But, um, yeah, I'd say live music. Favorite genre? Um, I definitely listen to country more than anything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite artist? Yep, Luke Combs is uh. number one right now. He's a pretty good overall country singer. I like listen to all him. Yeah, some good music. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Have you ever seen him live? I've not. I we keep trying to, but <laughs> sometimes when he's rolling through, those tickets are gone before you can even look them up. Yeah, so. which goes to speak to uh, how great of an artist he is. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, definitely. There we go. But yeah. um, best place you've ever traveled to? I would say definitely um, Greece. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Uh, when. I was in college, I was able to take a little trip abroad, and it was for one of our history classes, and just being there seemed like a big old dream, because every step you took, it was on a piece of history, and I got to see all the ancient, you know, statues and all of that, and I probably fanboyed uh, over a couple of them, so definitely um, best so far, but hopefully more to come. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I know. I keep telling my husband that we need to travel, we need to travel, but man, it's expensive. Yes, definitely, definitely. But someday, someday. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Now we're going to talk about why York County, if you had to give a sales pitch to someone that was looking to either move to York County, the McCool York area, or anywhere else in York County, 
um, or you were trying to talk someone into staying here instead of moving elsewhere, what would you say? I would have a lot to say, I think. Um, growing up here, I've just been able to experience how the McCool community, how the other small town communities in York um, all get together. And I think I have connections, you know, throughout just being able to talk with random people that mm -hmm. are just being friendly or through organizations. It's seems like a whole big old family, you know, when you're walking into these stores and you know the the owner and you're able to kinda just connect to people pretty easily down here if it, it seems like and um some other things is we definitely have some good food around here mm -hmm. for got La Casina and Carries and um we just have some really good people that are striving to expand the community and, and help people as much as they can and definitely being in the job I am I've been able to get behind the scenes looks at how everything is going on in, in York and um, it's I mean people are so generous at yeah. times and they really strive to get people where they need to be in York and I think um, maybe it's just being behind the scenes but some things coming up I think people are having great ideas and wanting to kind of get things developed and get some really good things started around here so I think once you live here for a while, it's hard to separate yourself and, and make that move out. Even going to college outside of, you know, York for the four years, I thought, oh, this is, is going to be nice being away from family, you know, getting my space. But it drew me back somehow and, <laughs> and I was able to come back and kind of pick up where I left off and there is no holes and I think it's a great place to have, you know, your family grow and expand throughout their life and experience awesome things in high school and elementary and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that your kind your your job, you whatever, is kinda kind of uh good example of how the community really does what they can to support its community members. Um, whether that's through having someone like you that helps them through the court system or stay out of the court system, um, or it's people like the health coalition that try to fill the gaps and try to see the problems and do something about it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's just a lot of people here that wants everyone to not only succeed but thrive um so thank you for what you do we appreciate you um i know it's a big job so yeah. i can't say that i could do it so yeah. thank you no thank you yeah um another thing that you know i think i've never experienced as many open doors in anywhere else that i've lived than i have here in york county i 
feel like once you start getting to know someone, they don't mind you stopping at, in at any point, and they're always open to get to know you better, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Friendly, friendly place, and yeah. once again, we all kind of look out for each other, so. For sure. Well, thank you, Tristan, for taking the time to uh, come out and talk to me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for thinking of me and letting me be a part of your podcast. Of course. We would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change here in York County. We would like to thank Mead Lumber Company, York State Bank, Central Valley Ag, Penner's Tire and Auto, Croy Industries, Grand Central Foods, King's Glass, Cridal Enterprises, Western Edge, and Philman Law Offices. Thank you, members, for your continued support of the growth of our communities. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. So